We work hard as physicians to take care of the health and well-being of our patients. But when it comes to our money, do we have the same condition of care? Probably, probably not. Let's change that together. Welcome to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, where we'll fight and advocate for your financial literacy. As always, I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. Thanks for being here. Let's jump into the show. Hey guys, I want to welcome you guys to the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast. We've got a great episode this week. Before we begin, please hit the subscribe button as well as the notifications bell and be sure to like, comment, and share if you like this episode and we'll get into this week's sponsor and show. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This week's episode is sponsored by CityVest. CityVest has quickly become the most popular and best way for doctors to invest in top-performing real estate private equity funds that are usually reserved for institutional investors. This unique access to investing in these institutional funds is available for the first time ever through CityVest easy and secure online investment platform. CityVest does the hard work of conducting due diligence and vetting the investments. They even get a third-party due diligence report that is posted on their website. As a result of aggregating a several million dollar investment amount into their access funds, CityVest gains access to investing in the institutional investment and is able to negotiate better investment terms such as a 12% preferred return. You can check them out at cityvest.com or go to the link in the show notes below. Now on to the show. Before we begin today's content, here is a quick disclaimer. The information and material presented here is for informational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice. The content is not a recommendation to buy or to sell. Some of the content may be for credited investors only or may be sponsored posts. Every investment carries risks. Results have not been verified. So carefully weigh those risks against your investment goals and objectives and see if acting on the information matches with your investment thesis. Do your due diligence prior to investing. And as always, do not invest more than you can afford to lose. So welcome, everybody. To this week's podcast episode for the Financial Freedom for Physicians podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Christopher Liu. And as you know, we talk about four different types of freedom, financial, time, location, and emotional freedom. And my mission is to empower you, bring you guests from all over the world doing a variety of things so that you can become educated and make informed decisions about your freedom journey. So today we have Michael DeHaan. He's coming from the um, from Australia and he is a financial wellness leader. He's going to talk about financial wellness, resiliency, emotional resiliency. He's got a very uh, impactful story that um, 
excited for you listeners to hear. So Michael, welcome. Ah, thank you for having me. I'm looking forward to the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad we were able to connect and, um, and, uh, like I said, you know, you have a very interesting story, very uh, inspiring. So tell everybody where you came from and what you're doing now. Yeah, so my background's in always been with money, financial planning. I've done that for over 30 years. And I knew how to invest money for people and create wealth for people. But I never really understood the emotional side of it, the psychological side of money and I went down a pathway where I had a good job, earning lots of money, and but I was, in a sense, disconnected from myself and my family. So it was all about earning more money. It was all about accumulating. And what I found was I was finding myself under a lot of financial stress. So over time, what that did to me is that I started to have anxiety, that led down to a depression pathway. Um, and then I was diagnosed with an aggressive uh, prostate cancer, which I'm over and I'm quite well now, but I actually had to start looking at what was going on in my life. Why did I continually have this financial stress? And then look internally around my behaviors and my beliefs around money and how that was creating this stress in my body. So what I did was I started to do the internal work and really understand my money story, my money journey. Growing up in a family, we had a lot of scarcity and self-worth and I was just playing that out in life. I was, almost, I was on autopilot. So I really had to look internally to really go through what that is happening for me and how to really support myself to create the freedom, create the joy back in my life and really live life intentionally on what I desire. and. Unfortunately, a 22-year marriage broke up um, at the same time, but now I've done the internal work and I've actually got a mapped out vision about what brings me joy. I've got financial freedom in my life so I can make decisions based around my purpose, around relationships and around, as I said, what's going to really bring me that joy and happiness in my life. So it's a, it's a big difference when you can actually just look at where you've been, look at where you want to go and have a clear vision of what that looks like and then start living that every day. Yeah, you, uh, you brought up a lot of good points and I was, re uh, re I was recently finished a book, The Body Keeps a Score, where it talks about where we store up emotional trauma and really, uh, you know, a lot of the limiting beliefs and, you know, about around money and relationships you know come from our upbringing so it's quite interesting i have a question that you know when you didn't when you talk about um the internal work that we'll talk about later but um you talk about um what what impact does societal norms and conditioning have on both men and women when it comes to finances certainly fine in particular with men that we just can't express our emotions so whatever we're feeling um as I said, being brought up around scarcity, around money, you can't talk about money, but you bottle up those emotions in your body. You know, men aren't supposed to be vulnerable, men aren't supposed to cry, and, and in, in doing that, you can't actually express and, and sort of reach out and ask for support. So then we, with that internalisation and with my beliefs around self-worth, how I was brought up, um, 
am I worthy? So I found myself self-sabotaging. I found myself making poor financial decisions, even though I pretty well knew deep down that I was making poor decisions. And that's what, what was creating that financial stress. And if you look at for women in particular, so they're taking on this, generally speaking, this carer role. And, and the carer is looking after everyone else first, not putting themselves first. So that in itself, in regard to the money side of it, there can be that dependency where they're dependent on someone and that in itself can, can create a control. So it's, it's really around both men and women being able to talk about their emotions, talk about their beliefs and talk about their journey. And, and when you do that, Chris, you actually release it from your body and you can actually, when you hear yourself talking about some of these stories that no longer serve you, you can start creating new stories and that's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. Um, and what's interesting is, because uh, I, I like to look at it from the energetic standpoint, when we talk about emotional trauma and how, how did you, when you said internal work, which is very fascinating, because I'm always on a journey of personal development, how do you transform living beliefs and behaviors around money into something more empowering? Yeah, that's a really good question. And that comes up a lot. And when I say doing the internal work, I really had to be vulnerable with myself and, and look in the mirror and just go, well, how was I brought up? What are my beliefs? So when we talk about self-worth and how I was brought up, and I had a what I call a, that sort of ceiling where I'm not worthy of anything more. So then what I was doing is self-sabotaging, as I said, and making poor decisions to keep me under that ceiling, keep me under that self-worth. Who am I to have financial freedom? Who am I to have joy in my life and, and, and live on purpose and sort of create change in the world? So it was really... And that's quite, I suppose, vulnerable when you actually look in the mirror and just say, well, these are all stories that I've carried in my subconscious mind. I've been on this sort of hamster wheel for 30 years of my life and, and just living a life that was designed for me. I wasn't living my own, my own life. So in saying that, then I actually said, well, what does my future self look like? What do I want it to be? what beliefs need to serve that future self. And that's where the empowering thing is. So I had a sort of a victim and very innocent mindset where I just didn't look at money and just hoped it would fix itself, which it never does. And then I was holding trauma in my body around that victim uh, mentality. So that those two in particular kept me stuck. And the freedom of actually say, saying that I'm worthy this is my future self. This is what I need to change. Those stories, yeah, as much as they're valid, because they did happen, when you experience them and bring them up in your body and actually say, well, they, there was a reason for them. I'm choosing to change. I've got an awareness now and I want to transform into this new life, which is all about you know, that purpose, that joy and that freedom, which is everyone deserves that yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, that's quite interesting. And then uh, I'm very fascinated by the release. And so what 
role does the subconscious mind play in stopping people from creating financial well-being? I think that's a, a really valid point because the subconscious mind runs 95% of our life. So I talked about sort of being on autopilot. So your subconscious mind, in a sense, is there to keep you safe. So whatever beliefs or programs that you, that you hold in your subconscious mind, and generally they're from quite a young age, when you're in that sort of survival mode and your conscious mind hasn't formed, so from that 0 to 7, and then events during your life and societal conditioning, that's what sort of runs your life. So when you actually can delve into the subconscious mind and going, well, what's, what's sitting there? What are my beliefs? Mm-hmm. What are my programs? What are the habits that I'm showing up? What are the behaviours that I'm showing up that no longer serve me? And I, I love a quote by um, Dr. Bruce Lipton, which I has really supported me in, in transforming my life, which is your life is a printout of your subconscious mind. So if you feel stuck or if you feel that, you know, you're, you're under a lot of stress, you really have to not look externally for any sort of validation, look internally and just go, well, that is my life and I acknowledge that. What do I do now? Awareness is very powerful. We hope you don't mind this brief interruption from one of our affiliates. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Doctor Doc is a personal lending solution designed by doctors for doctors. We understand that doctors' financial situations change faster than an insulin drip in ketoacidosis. And we also understand that doctors are the most reliable borrowers in the world. Through our proprietary algorithm, we're able to provide personal loans at great rates with amazing flexibility because we take into account your schooling, your specialty, and where you are in the medical journey. Doctors come to us after they've matched into residency and we loan for all sorts of personal reasons, from credit card debt consolidation to family expenses and medical bills. We speak with everyone who applies for a loan and offer fixed interest rates and flexible term options without prepayment penalties. If you're a physician looking for a personal loan, fill out our application form now. It only takes three minutes, and we'll get back to you with a decision within 24 hours. How do you support people to have a clear vision of their future self and live intentionally towards that vision? Yeah, and it's really people actually understanding, and I take the money side out of it. It's, it's the money is just energy. So I work with our clients to create that future vision, and it's around five principles. So it's very much around where do they want to live? What do they love doing? What do they want to be learning? What's their legacy? What do do they want to be known for? So, and what makes them laugh? What what really brings them joy? And we start to paint that picture of what that future self looks like. And it might be five years down the track. And then we actually do some sensory work around that. So we actually get the feelings associated with that. So you look at that home, you're walking in there. 
is it nice and bright? You know, is it can, is it ocean views where you can actually see and smell the waves? Is it is it in the countryside where the the trees are, the wind's going through the trees and you hear the birds? You actually start building this really strong story in your mind about what your future is going to be. Mm-hmm. And then when when you can paint that picture, then you go, well, that's that's what I desire. But that's that's what will bring me joy and and having that clarity around that future self then you can say well what do i need to do now to be more intentional around tracking towards that future self yeah yeah i like that intentionality and then uh and then um and then the other question i have is why do people self-sabotage their ability to create financial well-being and they self-sabotage because that's the role of the subconscious mind, which is to keep you safe, to keep you in this sort of safe mode. And the subconscious mind, it's the programs and the beliefs that sit in the subconscious mind. So if that's saying that you're not worthy, um, who are you to build wealth? Um, you're not good with money. Um, you're brought up around scarcity, around money. Your mum and dad fought around, fought about money all the time. And these are just examples. So a lot of times to feel safe, you don't accumulate money because it's not part of your program. So you can actually make poor financial decisions that keep you stuck. You can actually, one of the biggest things I see, especially for high income earners that don't have a great relationship with money is that money flows in, but money flows out as quickly as it flows in because there's no intention around that. Mm. There's no intention around the flow of money and accumulating money for a purpose around bringing you joy is the key. Yeah, and it's it's interesting because uh, when you talk about um, uh, you know all, all of the different programs and you know all of the beliefs and how because uh, money is basically an idea and it's financial energy and so um, what what types of um, resources would you recommend for people interested in you know getting into the internal work you know becoming more aware and then you know possibly you know getting you know working on themselves and and, and deprogramming and releasing all of the, this these negative beliefs and the first thing is really having a curiosity around money around your beliefs and what that looks like and we do a um financial wellness uh, scorecard where people can actually tap in, answer a number of questions, and they can get a a snapshot of where they are in regard to their money, in regard to their beliefs around money. And then they can actually start going through a questionnaire which identifies different money types that might be um, disempowering them from achieving financial freedom. And and that's important. They're the two keys there um, in regard to starting to unblock limiting beliefs around money. Then you actually go through your money story, go through how you're brought up around money because a lot of this, as I said, sits in the subconscious. So when you can bring it up and understand your money stories, understand your relationship with money, your emotions and your feelings around money, then you actually start from a point there going, well, I'm so confident around money. I, I believe that money has a purpose of creating financial freedom for me. What do I do now? How do I actually create a flow of money that supports me in in regard to physicians? How do I take back time? 
how do I get off that hamster wheel in regard to working long hours and start building that life of financial freedom. So having that clarity as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like that. And then uh, the other thing is, um, you know, you specialize in creating safe conversations around money for couples. Uh, I'm just curious uh, um, when you mean safe conversations, what, describe what what is or the elements of a safe conversation around money versus like, you know, toxic or, you know, a negative. And, and if we look at the stats, we look at um, money being one of the leading causes of relationship breakdown. So the reason is that we don't talk about money, generally speaking, it's generally a taboo subject, or if we talk about it, it's generally in a sort of argumentative sort of state. So as an example, one partner might be a spender and one might be a saver and the, the saver might have that belief because they've had scarcity in their life and the spender's living in the moment. So having that conversation, not when it's heated, like you get the credit card bill and you go through and you see your partner just spending on all different things and you feel, you feel heated, you feel not heard, you feel not respected. It's really having a conversation in a peaceful space where you can actually say, let's just start understanding our money beliefs. Let's talk about how were you brought up around money? What, what does that mean to you? Um, let's talk about what we we're trying to create. What does that, that freedom mean to us as a, as, a, as a couple? And start aligning your vision, start aligning your different stories. And they're quite powerful, the stories where so I might say that that was brought up um, with a lot of scarcity around money, that mum and dad were really poor. And whenever I get money, I just spend it because I've never had it. I've never understood accumulating money because we never, my family, we never accumulated money. So when you actually get to the root cause of why people were acting in different ways, you can create an understanding. And with that understanding, it supports the one, the intimacy in the relationship where you're shown vulnerability and then you can actually start mapping out a plan going, so if I spend a little bit less, so I've, I've listened to you, if I spend a little bit less, that's going to make you feel heard and it's going to make you feel safe. And, and the saver might say, well, how about I start working on you know, my beliefs around I need to save, I need to hold on to all the money for whatever reason, whatever their limiting beliefs are and start working together in regard to um, honouring each other's sort of money beliefs, but actually working as a couple, working as in a partnership. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, we're, we're nearing time. And then, uh, you know, you've given a lot of very deep uh, insights, you know, especially, you know, with the deep inner work and, uh, you know, working with coaching clients, you know, you can hear the some of the... Um, beliefs and frames that you know either propel or or hold them back um how do you how does one change their money story and then change their life and with changing the money story it's it's having an awareness of the money story and we go back to that autopilot where people are just going through life run by their programs run by their subconscious so consciously looking at what your money story is and as i said that can be quite vulnerable and we always look at yeah mum and dad, how you're brought up, but they did their best job. So you're just going, well, that's a lot of the stories. I've seen how that's played out. Um, for me, it was around 
making poor financial decisions when I, in a sense, knew that they were poor. And I look back and there's a bit of shame around that. But then honouring that, saying that was, a part, that was how I was brought up around money. This is how it's played out in my life around money. That's my money story. And here's what my future money story looks like. Here's what my future self looks like. Yeah, yeah, that's very powerful. Um, well, you've given a lot of um, great insights, and I really uh, enjoyed this conversation. I actually, you know, came, um, you know, had a lot of deep insights myself. Um, I know a lot of people are interested in contacting you and um, working with you or visiting you. How can they do that? Yes, I think on my website, which is uh, Michael at quantum, Q-U-A-N-T-U-M, leap, L-E-A-P, dash, global.com. They can organize a 30-minute meeting just to really start that awareness, start sort of digging a bit deeper around what that looks like for them. And it's in a very safe environment. I do have, as I said, I, one of the most powerful tools that I offer clients is that um, financial wellness scorecard. So I can send the links through to you because they can do that in their own time and so they can get an idea and, and start looking at some of the transformational tools that are available through that um, scorecard application so that's that's a really good starting point Chris yeah yeah definitely and for all the listeners out there um, Michael's uh, links and his bio and all of his resources will be included in the show notes so uh, Mike, thanks so much for coming on the show. It's been a pleasure having you and we look forward to hearing from you again. And thank you for having me. I really enjoyed it. Thank you. What a fantastic show. I hope you enjoyed our very special guest. Just remember, as a shout out to our this week's sponsor, CityVest.com. CityVest gives you access to the best real estate private equity funds with enhanced investment terms, verified due diligence, and lower risk. You can check them out at cityvest.com or click on the link in the show notes below to hear about their upcoming investment offerings. If you enjoyed that episode, don't forget, that's just the free content. We also have paid premium content subscription with better guests, information, updates, and discussions that can't be accessed anywhere else. You can subscribe to our premium content by clicking on the link in the show notes below to just subscribe. Just a quick note, members who sign up for the bottom floor price introductory the first year will be grandfathered into that price for life. I expect the monthly subscription amount to increase quickly next year and the year after, so don't delay. I'm excited that you made it for another episode. You are truly the best. If you've been following the show for a while, you know that my passion is to bring you the education you need to find your path to financial freedom. Please come back week after week for new content, new resources, and great guests. Until then, if you haven't already, please be sure to check out the website, www.drchrislewmdphd.com for more support. I'll see you next week.